0: good morning, just after 11 o'clock, it is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky locations in Ladoop, Sherwood Park, and right here in West Edmonton Mall. That's where we're coming to you from the Stingray Studios. It's our last show before Christmas. Hope everyone's doing well. If you are walking the mall today, maybe doing some last minute shopping, swing by. Give us a wave, and maybe we'll throw you a water bottle or something, or a rum butter. butter. Rum and butter. Rum and butter. Rum and butter. I don't know if there's an and it's just like an apostrophe N, rum oh, and butter. Well, either way, we might have one for you. If you walk by and give us a wave, you might have to linger for a little bit because, you know, we have to differentiate you from the others. My name is Connor Hallie, Brandon Douglas with you here as well as we're talking all things fantasy sports for the next, oh fifty four 54 minutes, give or take, before we hand things over to Alan Mitchell on the lowdown with Low Tide. one 401 1440 If you'd like to get in on the conversation, you can also email us, Connor at sports1440.ca, Brandon at sports1440.ca. We're on Twitter and X at Connor Halley at BDouglas1440. And if you want to check anyone else out, uh, yeah, just go over to sports1440.ca. We got all the links there. You can find everything. And I do recommend following us on Facebook and Instagram as well because we do – occasionally have some contests and random giveaways that we get to lots to get to on the show today of course the Edmonton Oilers with a big win last night over the New Jersey Devils some uh, highlight reel stuff in that game Leon Drysaddle what a backhander goals for him in two straight games a guy that certainly needs to get going if the Oilers want to win hockey games Connor McDavid goal and an assist showing off that world-class patience and how about Ryan McLeod a man who some thought maybe could have been benched With his parents and brother on the other side of the ice. Instead, he goes out there and he scores two goals. One in the first minute. Little dangerous at points. The Rangers, or sorry, the Devils did take a 3-2 lead. Uh, They do have some skill on that hockey team as well. But the Edmonton Oilers bounce back with their best players being their best players in the third period. Like we said, McDavid, all getting those goals to get the Oilers back into it. And Adam Ernie likely keeping Connor McDavid or Connor Brown in the press box unless unless there's some injuries with Sam Gagne that is possible also uh, Ryan McLeod getting his second goal of the season Brandon what was the uh, what was the general feeling last night Uh, Oilers fans feeling pretty good here it was it was a very good embodiment of the season as a whole, where uh, we were
1: feeling good and then we were feeling very bad, and uh, but culminated in us all feeling very good uh, again. A great start to the third period. I mean, there's no really other way to put it uh, when you score three goals and in, in 69 seconds. And uh, you know, you talk about the goals from McDavid and Drysaddle. I actually think uh, maybe not the best because Connor McDavid was out there, but certainly one of the best players on the ice last night was Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Um, that top line between uh, the two of them and Zach Hyman certainly uh, challenging for the best in hockey right now. And not only the way they produce points, but uh, carry play, keep the puck in uh, in deep. And I think that uh, Devils defense a little bit expo- exposed last night. Uh, Luke Hughes victimized a couple times, looking like a rookie defenseman which he has not always this season of course a ton of pedigree uh for that young man and his whole family his brother Jack Hughes uh the next Wayne Gretzky apparently according to both Wayne Gretzky and uh Devils reporter in the post game talking to Connor McDavid <laughs> about it but uh, we touched on that already this morning so yeah it's a, it's a it's a it was I don't want to say a must win for the Oilers, but uh, you didn't want to go into a, the second half of a back-to-back on a four-game losing streak before the Christmas break. Now tonight, even if you do lose it, I think as long as you compete and, and battle hard on that back-to-back, then you can maybe um, you know feel a little bit better. And uh, then heading out west uh, before the new year, uh, a couple should-win games against the Sharks and Ducks with the Kings mixed in too. So I think overall the uh, Oilers fans should be feeling good. Cal Pickard played well. Um, didn't really need to be much better than that so uh but yeah uh the t- like you said the best guys are the best guys love Nugent's game love Tyman's game even without them uh actually scoring a goal in the in the process
0: yeah we actually were talking about that with Greg on five questions on Wednesday you know what's the key for the Oilers to get back into it and Maybe an unpopular opinion because McDavid and Dryasaddle are so good, but I said the best guys got to be the best guys. McDavid and Dryasaddle have to get going. They were not putting out the biggest points in the last couple of games leading into last night, and good to see them get on the score sheet. And, you know, you just hope for, for Leon Dryasaddle, a goal like that backhander. I mean, maybe, maybe kicks things off because that was a, certainly an elite play. Now they continue it, and it's not a big travel day for them. It's just games and back-to-back nights as they'll take on the New York Rangers. Temi Panarin, 43 points on the season, tied with Connor McDavid, so uh, for those fantasy football or sorry, fantasy players, daily fantasy, certainly a game you might want to look into. Obviously, some good goaltending in New York, but you gotta hope the Oilers can find a way to crack it and get things going tonight. One eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. We do have some text rolling in here, but we got to touch on the game last night. Now we do have uh, Ewan shadowing me today. My first ever Connor Connor Halley kind of becoming a big deal in very short order. Uh, Well, I, he asked everybody and I was the only one to say yes. So that's (laughs) how it worked out. Uh, Rams fan. So he was obviously very excited for the Rams victory last night and you know, Kyron Williams, great game. Anytime touchdown, anybody take that? Uh, 104 yards, one touchdown, Matthew Stafford. Doing Matthew Stafford things, Pukunakua. This guy is an absolute animal. Remember like week two where we're thinking, well, maybe pump the brakes on picking <laughs> yeah. this guy up. Can this guy keep this up? No chance when Cooper Cup comes back in the lineup. And
1: uh, I'm not going to say it, but I think we're creeping up on the conversation of uh, Pukunakua WR1 in the LA Rams offense. I still think Cooper Cup is probably Matt Stafford's most trusted target. And then when the moment calls for it at the uh, most dire of circumstances, he is where he will look, but uh, the numbers do not lie. It is it's kind of Puka's world and everyone else is just living in it right now down in SoCal.
0: Yeah. I mean, and for him to come on the way he has this season, I'm old enough to remember Anquan Bolden going back to his rookie year. (laughs) And I, I vividly remember walking from the bus stop into Shep, the main doors. It was the first year we played fantasy football. I don't even know what, 2002, 2003. And me and my buddies saying, who, who was that guy yesterday? Obviously, the highlights and the, the information wasn't quite as readily available as it is today. But th- that's what Puganakua is. Like, he started off the year with a bang, and he's kept it going. Second right now, with a game in hand, to re- in receiving yards, only behind Tyreek Hill. I mean, he's rookie of the year, right? Like, he's got to be.
1: It's crazy to, to say, uh, because it seemed like only a few weeks ago, C.J. Stroud had this award locked up, lock, stock, and barrel, and I uh, very intelligently cashed out my future bet on <laughs> CJ Stroud Rookie of the Year uh, for virtually its entire win value. Now with Stroud out a couple games plus a couple just so-so performances before injury, um, I-, I agree. I think Puka Nakua is, uh, is the Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, just like what we just said, the numbers don't lie. And Stroud missing a few games, the Rams firmly in the playoffs now at uh, at eight and seven. Uh, granted, with uh, obviously one more game played, but the Texans still battling, and they're going to be hard pressed to get in the playoffs if Stroud remains out. So uh, I'm uh, I'm all aboard the Puka uh, offensive rookie of the year train.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm with you. I I just think he's been so good. And as a Chargers fan, looking at Quentin Johnston, I'm I haven't been someone to throw out Quentin Johnson going forward. I thought he was a guy who year two and three is when you're really going to see who he is because he was drafted for those years. This year was supposed to be Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. But just seeing what Pukenikua did in year one with those opportunities, it's absolutely awesome. On the other side, I mean, if you're a Saints fan, that game did not go your way. Obviously, Derek Carr, garbage time. Guy's looking like Patrick Mahomes in his prime. Three touchdown passes on the night, uh, finishes with... 319 yards. So I mean, if you on a hunch decide to play Derek Carr, you certainly got your money's worth. Uh, but Chris Olave going off for 123 yards, nine receptions in a PPR—that's a pretty good game. Rashid Shaheed a touchdown, Juwan Johnson and At Perry. I mean, At Perry's got to be one of those touchdowns that helps nobody. But maybe time to eat a little crow, Brandon, Alvin Kamara. Oh, 100%. We
1: were, we were, I said it before we cracked the mics. So I will happily say it for everyone to hear. Yeah, color me an idiot um, for pumping Alvin Kamara's tires yesterday and virtually dogging every other player on the Saints. Um, Rashid Shahid could have been a sneaky play in probably some deeper leagues, I think, uh, of course, with the score. But yeah, Kamara, just 19 yards on the ground. Um, did have five receptions with uh, for just 16 yards. So in a PPR, I mean, you're looking at probably eight points uh, depending how into decimals you go. So if you're counting on him as in an RB1 or even an RB2, you're certainly left disappointed today. Man, uh, tough uh, tough night for him. Chris Olave, another guy that I kind of was on the fence about and not uh, too keen on because of Derek Carr, 123 yards for nine with nine receptions. So yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, not bad. Is that good? That's pretty good. Is that good? I mean, you'd like to see him get the end zone, but still pretty good. Uh, we we did rip on Derek Carr, but that's that's like a national pastime. It's just fun to to mock the guy. I sent you a clip last night. Uh, Derek Carr, uh,
1: very well known for his uh, religious practice and a God fearing man. Um, does God hate Derek Carr? <laughs> if God loved Derek Carr, he would made him not throw as many interceptions. I actually, as a person, I'm a big fan of Derek He's, Carr. How could like he is such a great guy? Yeah, tough as nails. Like in Vegas now, in New Orleans, plays through tons of injuries and still actually like delivers results maybe not in team-wise because they lose this game and yes, a lot of his stuff came in garbage time, but he's been a very good quarterback for virtually his entire career and he takes way too much flack.
0: Yeah. Is he going to win you a Super Bowl? No chance. Could he get you to the playoffs? Well, he's done so once in his career. But he's a good guy. We I root for Derek Carr, even though he was a Raider. And when all that stuff was going on, you know, with the Raiders, uh, <laughs> Gruden and Henry Ruggs, like he was the stabilizing force with that franchise he kept it on the rails so we like him but we just like to have some fun with him uh iron text in twenty three three-four zero one fourteen forty. are we supposed to just forget how brutal mcleod has played this year because he scored in front of his family but he had done a little this year and just is too soft do we need to look for a third line center at the deadline if we are buyers iron certainly you do I mean, you can never have too many uh, depth players. The game
1: finished last night with Derek Ryan as the third-line center, and his status for tonight's even in question. He took that uh, big hit uh, from Kevin Ball, I believe it was, uh, down on the end boards. He kind of actually already taken one hit, then was in a bit of a vulnerable position, and Ball kind of laid the boots to him again. But you're not going to have a ton of success for an extended period of time with Derek Ryan as your third-line center. And I'm a huge Derek Ryan uh, fan. G-Bear's legend. But... He is very good on your fourth line, a very effective player in that role. And Ryan McLeod, apparently more effective on the wing. Yeah, use the speed, right? We're not not forgetting the season McLeod has had. I I had it in in or out with Kevin and Eddie this morning. I think if he didn't get on the score sheet last night, he probably would have been sitting in the stands tonight, injuries notwithstanding. Uh, I think Brown would have drawn back in on the second half of the back-to-back. But not the case now. He tucks two. Um, So uh, good for him hopefully that can be a bit of a jump start to kind of get things going. And if it is on the wing moving forward, so be it. 100% the Oilers have to address uh, the third line center spot because Derek Ryan is not a long-term solution there.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, this being a fantasy show, of course, we're going to give him some love for the game that he had. Two goals last night. If you're you you know you're playing Daily Fantasy and you grabbed Ryan McLeod, good on you. That was mm-hmm. a very good move. But no, it's one game. We're not going to say this guy has uh, cemented a spot in the lineup because of one good game. Let's see if he can... Build off that. Let that snowball. Uh, a goal every four or five games would be nice. Some improved physical play would be nice. Uh, being tougher to play against would be nice. But hey, it was a good game. So let's uh, let's give them a little bit of love on that one. Uh, keep the texts coming in here. We are going to jump into those uh, once we get going into the Canadian Brewhouse inbox in the second segment because we do have a lot coming in here. Uh, Lance says, Happy Holidays, my dudes. Lance, happy holidays to you and yours as well. He also follows that up with, as a Raiders fan, I absolutely loved Derek Carr. I was choked when they got rid of him. They did my man dirty. I wear his jersey with pride. Yeah, I remember him saying, you know, I would never play anywhere else but the Raiders. I'll always be a Raider. But the way that all went down at the end of the year where he was basically, was he asked or did he volunteer? Either way, he was staying away from the facility that's not how you want to go out. Like no. he was not going to be done after the year. I think the Saints were a weird pick for me because I, I mean, because I wanted him to go to Tampa. I mean, I know Baker Mayfield ended up signing there. Maybe they didn't want to commit to him long term in the way that the Saints did because the Saints paid a lot of money to to acquire Derek Carr or to bring him in. But the weapons there. I mean, everyone knows if you listen to this show. I love Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Why would you not want to go play with those guys, where you can just go throw it up there and let them go get it? Goes to the Saints. Don't love their offense personally. I, I mean,
1: in in theory, in theory, at season start, Alvin Kamara. Yes, he was suspended for the first four games, but uh, Michael Thomas seemingly impossible to ever get off the uh, the IR. But uh, but even Chris Olave had a very strong rookie season. Juwan Johnson was a, a revelation for the Saints last year. He has uh, not had a great season so far. I I can see where his mind was at. And once again, I mean, hey, if they were willing to shell out the years and the dough to go with it, why not? You kind of got to look after number one um, long-term before anything else. But I can see how that talent package that the Saints offense possessed might entice
0: somebody. I can see it. I suppose. But, I mean, I would still rather go to Tampa. (laughs) Those guys, Godwin and uh, Evans are older. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. What did Evans do this year? (laughs) 1,000 yards? 10 touchdowns for, for the umpteenth just time what he in his does life, yeah I mean maybe you maybe you were a little concerned with the run game but who wouldn't want to live in Florida no taxes I don't know if oh, oh yeah because New Orleans is such a scrub of a city Have you been to New Orleans no but I've heard Mardi Gras sick yeah do you know when Mardi Gras is February? <laughs> I don't know, but it's not during football <laughs> season. I think it moves around, actually. We could look into that one. Uh, we'll do so in the break. I'll, we'll do our research. Very quickly, we hear a scalding gorge Says the Devils have a lot of talent, but are soft. The Oilers are a lot more cantankerous. Good word, Gord. Oilers will need more gumption tonight, but alas, on back-to-back, the Oilers lose 7-1 in keeping with the recent trend. The, or- the Rangers may score 9. The Rangers may score 9. I was at the Rangers-Oilers game when they were in town here and it was quite frustrating. Oilers had their chances, but the Rangers were better. They will look for revenge tonight at five 30. Keep it locked here on sports. 1440 throughout the entirety of the day. Basically it's pregame coverage from noon to five 30 with uh, the lowdown with low tide and the Jason Gregor show. We'll obviously talk that a little bit here, but we do know that you have fantasy football playoffs could be the semifinals right now so we've got a lot of texts coming in here about that some uh who to start who to sit questions we'll get to that after the break this is fantasy frenzy brought to you by Wilhock beef jerky hallie and douglas here on sports 1440 welcome back to fantasy frenzy here on sports 1440 connor hallie brandon douglas with you the show brought to you by Wilhock beef jerky home of alberta's best beef jerky locations in Ladoux, bruce grove and right here in west edmonton mall come by say hello to us and then go down to Wilhock christmas party this weekend show up with a bag of jerky you heard the commercials go will hawk go will hawk right i mean and don't show up with salad don't show up with salad show up with a big bag of jerky some pickled eggs or pickled carrots they have candy there they got it all
1: i think that might be what i get my uh, two and a half year old nephew is a jar of pickled carrots you're a great uncle kids love that stuff right (laughs) get the spicy ones Oh yeah, He'll, yeah. Knowing uh, if he's if he is in fact my sister's child, uh, she's <laughs> she's in about the same realm as you and my dad, Connor, when it comes to dealing with spicy things. Not good. They, uh, I don't think uh, my young nephew will much care for it. But like kids like to like gnaw on carrots, right? Or is that more for like babies, babies? <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, you know, there's only one way to find out. Got to give it a try. Got to try it. See how it goes. Wilhawkbeefjerky.com. All uh, right, now, we'll go into the inbox for the Canadian Brew House. You can join the CBH for Monday, Thursday, and Sunday Night Football. Your chance to win awesome game day prizes and qualify for a trip for two to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Of course, you can go watch the Oilers game there tonight at 5.30. And they will be giving tickets away, as they always do. And then two games tomorrow. You have the Chargers, Bills, Primetime. Who could ask for more? You could spend your Sunday there. Not Christmas. They'll be closed, I do believe. But go back there on Boxing Day. You're looking at me. Are they open Christmas? I doubt it. <laughs> I, I, I'll i be honest. I'm just going to say it. I hope not. I, hope, I, Yeah, they they will not be open on Christmas. And But they do have a little promo where you go there with gift cards that you don't want. Like, let's say, you know, a, an opposing sports bar in town. Someone gives you a $25 gift card. They will give you that value. At the B house.
1: Connor, if you were to gift me a uh, $25 gift card to uh, Simon's across the way here, uh, I've walked through that store. I don't know how many articles of clothing I would ever dream of wearing that they have on the shelves. And I was like, man, I'm never going to use this. Thanks anyway, Connor. But let's uh, rip down to the CBH. Yeah. They'll take it?
0: Yeah. That's crazy. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Uh, It might be. I I took a picture of it. I put it on social media because they had it. It was like a swap your gift card for CBH card. Well, brilliant. T- tell him we sent you. Tell him we sent you. And if there's, if it doesn't work, don't tell him we sent you. But, uh, also just the month of giving yesterday, we had the, the party at the, uh, CBH yeah. secret location. That sound like, obviously we, we kind of teed it up
1: at the end of our show. Yeah. I was, I was keeping tabs on it throughout the course of the afternoon, but I didn't see what the final, uh, final bid for that one, because like that is something you cannot buy. It oh. is
0: exclusive. I asked Patty, I'm like, Hey, how much? He said, it's, It's that you can't put a price on it. It's only for for like VIPs. I wasn't even told where it is. You win the package and then you get the address. And they donated $1,000 worth of food and drinks. Plus you can bowl games. They have like a gymnasium. So we had a battle. It got up to 3,100. Patty gives me a shout. says, hey. If those guys wanna each pay thirty one hundred, we'll do two packages. Oh, so uh, classic patty! Shout out to the folks at the brew house because of them we raised sixty two hundred dollars for Gregor's grads from them alone. Uh, today it is the month of giving pyramid of giving. Where we're gonna raise money for Santa's anonymous get uh, the needy kids out their toys. So two to six, you can make your donations. I'll give you more information on that later on in the show. Let's get into the inbox for CBH Tiger. Says, in the press box, I wonder if it felt like it was weekend at Ernie's. (laughs) Six out of (laughs) ten. I like it. I like it. Uh, Wizard Lake Bob. Merry Christmas, gents. Tyler Boyd or Jackson Smith Najigba? I might start Jackson Smith Najigba this week. My league is not very good. My team's not very good, but I want to win the consolation round so I can at least brag about that, even though it means nothing. Uh, The Seattle Seahawks take on the Titans this week. So maybe some opportunity there. No Jamar Chase for the Bengals.
1: The Bengals, Tyler Boyd. uh, Which basically automatically elevates Tyler Boyd to, uh, I don't know, WR1A. I think him and T. Higgins are – Higgins probably with an edge in that regard. Playing the Steelers Uh, in Pittsburgh. Playing the Steelers in Pittsburgh. uh, No Minka Fitzpatrick uh, for the Steelers. D, I think the Bengals win this game pretty handily, I'll be honest. I think the Steelers have kind of been floating on – I don't know, false pretenses and and reputation of their defense. Uh, Mason Rudolph getting the start, so I'm not confident in the Steelers' ability to score points. So I think the Bengals, if they can get up early, will then turn to the combination of Chase Brown and Joe Mixon to run the ball a lot. But... JSN still WR3. Obviously a big score at the end of last uh, on Monday night to get the win for the Seahawks, but I think I'm leaning Tyler Boyd because of Jamar Chase's absence. Um, Jake Brown is going to have to look elsewhere to to find some targets.
0: Have we got an update on Geno Smith? Uh, the last I saw was that it was still
1: questionable.
0: Because if it's Drew Locke, I mean, hey, maybe he and the young Gun got a little connection there. We will just check here. Geno Smith. Okay, he's he's back. It looks like full okay. practice on Wednesday. Today's Friday. Yeah, man. Seahawks, get your stuff together. Update your website for me. You're killing me here.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Full participant. My most recent one is from yesterday on the okay. N- on the NFL yeah, site. So, so he's good.
0: Okay, maybe I maybe I'm leaning to uh, old eight three in Cincinnati. Saint Albert Kevin says I rostered Robinson last night, but ended up flexing Reed over him. Would you get Washington from the Jags and flex him? St. Albert, Kevin, I got to look into your roster here. T. Robinson, would have been nice to have on your team. 14 points. Guy I uh, am up against in my one semifinal. Picked him up this
1: week on waivers. Did not start him. Tough scene for a uh, shout-out Thank you for uh, that mistake. Giving me a nice little edge heading into the weekend.
0: Sometimes I just hate my laptop. <laughs> random observation Parker Washington from the Jags well Zay Jones doubtful Trevor Lawrence questionable he's still going to be like option four he's yeah. still going to be behind Calvin Ridley Travis Etienne probably Dernis Johnson Evan Ingram, Evan Ingram. Yeah. I mean yeah
1: I I, I would not be a, you'd have to be pretty slim pickings to be moving towards Parker Washington as a fantasy start uh, yes this is a big moment for the Jags uh, they play the Bucks, I believe um, they need a win here. They've got the Colts and Texans hot on their heels in the division. Uh, I think the Jags lose this game. Uh, even if Trevor Lawrence plays, we saw him already at not full health. I, I'm not very high on the Jags this weekend.
0: Boys played Rashid by complete gamble and Stafford with a Allen and Herbert stack out. Yes, Keenan Allen will not play this weekend with the heel injury. Gave me a huge advantage to go to the chip. Well done. Well done. Savvy, savvy move. That's a that's a veteran move here, Ricky. The first time fantasy. Hi, boys. Kittle or Cole Komet. The Kittle, the Kittle curse. It's a blessing and a curse to have him at times because he has, like I said, had some games where he's absolutely gone off. You know, three touchdown games. That was the week I played him. But there's also in games where he doesn't do much because Debo or Christian McCaffrey or Brandon Ayuk really take over. Chicago Bears, always a always a risk with Justin Fields. You never exactly know how that's going to go. The, Blair, the Bears play the Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals
1: pass defense uh, a lot better than you'd think. They're, they're kind of middle of the pack in terms of yardage given up. Um, I haven't broken it down into like tight ends per se, but at the same time, it's third worst in the league for t- uh, touchdowns given up to the pass. So uh, they don't give up a ton of yards, but maybe down in the red zone, they're committing to blocking the run. Uh, if you're to kind of you know dive a little deeper, I I think he like the upside of George Kittle. It's tough to
0: pass up. I think I might go Komet though. I I don't love it. I don't love that I'm saying that, but I mean he he could be a game where he does nothing. This is
1: a big game for the the Niners. Um, like in terms of you know the matchup with the number one seeds. Uh, this is the kind of thing that I think George Kittle lives for. So I I uh, I like his play this week. I'm a little bit nervous as a result about my own roster including Debo Samuel. I think he might as a result be kind of the uh, the odd man out because when you have McCaffrey, Ayuk, Samuel, Kittle, some they not everybody can feast usually.
0: I guess the good news for Ricky is that we're not slandering one of these options. I think they're both potentially good options. Yeah. Spaghetti says Kirk Herbstreet butchering Otani's name last night was hilarious that was all time okay well during the break we're going to grab that audio because I missed it I love Kirk (laughs) Herbstreet I think he's a tremendous
1: uh, analyst broadcaster of both Thursday night and uh, his work on college football but that was so funny
0: it not, was not close. We won't even we won't even say it. For those who missed it, we're gonna get that when we come back here and we'll uh we'll share a laugh together. Uh this text coming in twenty three three four zero one fourteen forty 401 1440 from playbook Vic. Carr equals cousins junior. I mean, I think I think cousins would be a little bit better than Carr, but I get what you're saying for sure. Uh guys who were they're gonna win you games. They'll keep you close, great humans, but probably not gonna win you a Super Bowl. Ben F says Dak or Lamar this week. So Dak, yeah, kind of up and down. That they take on the Dolphins in Miami, kind of like that option. Uh, Lamar taking on that Niners defense. I, I can't just give up on Dak. I mean, I said he was an MVP two weeks ago. So yeah, I think you I'm, got to go with Dak in this one. I'm back on Dak. We're back on Dak. I'm
1: back on <laughs> Dak. Uh, I, uh, I earlier in the sh- earlier in the Kevin Carey show predicted the Dolphins losing out the season and missing the playoffs. It starts this weekend with <laughs> wow. It's it's possible. There is a way. Um, I think the Cowboys bounce back big after an embarrassing performance last Sunday. Uh, so I'm I'm looking forward to a big Dak bounce back.
0: And you know, you have to just say Lamar. Well, <laughs> the Cowboys are going to need to put up points to contend with Tua and that Dolphins offense. Whereas then,
1: that Niners uh, Ravens game could turn into
0: a bit of a slugfest. That could be such a good game, and that could be a game where Lamar Jackson. Catapults himself into MVP consideration. Well, like if he has right a few there, yes. big plays, or you know, gets the win, certainly because he he's he's being slept on. Chad says, "Boys, Bijan Robinson, Bijan Robertson, Bijan Robinson fumbled late last week by a negative number and I lost by one and a half points. Tough go. That is awful." Chad, my my sincere sympathies. If truly. Arthur Smith was cool, he would have just let him play more and score more points because Arthur Smith. Drives me crazy. He's killing Kittle, he's killing London, and now he's doing it to Bijan. Fined this week for
1: uh, violating injury report He should be fined
0: for violating everyone's fantasy (laughs) teams.
1: Yeah, he should be fired. 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 He should be findered. Fined and fired. Yeah, that's it. The Falcons are a disaster. Uh, Like, they have so many good players, and you cannot realistically justify playing any of them here in the playoffs because they may very well put up goose eggs or like Robinson... A negative score last week. It's brutal. Coming off of what was a stretch where it was finally like, I think the Falcons have unlocked
0: B. John Robinson. Not the case. Trade him. Trade him. Trade Pitts. Drake London can stay. I don't mind Drake. I, I, stay there. But the other guys, get them somewhere where we can see them, put out some points in fantasy. Spinner from Edmonton Norris SCH says Fantasy Sports. Hour is the best show on the air. I'm not making this up. Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> Fake text. And the family. I look forward to the return in the new year. Spinner Edmonton Thank you very much, Spinner. We do appreciate that. And we'll be back on Wednesday because it's going to be like kind of a best of day. There's lots of great content we've had on Sports 1440 in the first couple of months we've been around. We're going to do a best of, but for the the fantasy hour, we're going to jump in because Brandon and I are just both going to be here. And uh, there will be some things to touch on. So we'll go live Wednesday Jasmine says, hard to find something for $25 at Simon's, but really good stuff. I bought a suit there actually like four months ago. So I like it. Was it your wedding suit? No, I rented my suit for my wedding. Oh. I could have bought one, but it was a nice suit that it fitted in like 20 minutes. It was great. Dealey Stan says, Eckler or Elliot? Oh, you're killing me with this one. I think Ramondre was still a DNP as of
1: Wednesday, if not yesterday as well. So uh, Zeke probably back into the uh, the number one role.
0: Going I think up, I think Eckler's lost it. It it's pains a, me to say
1: it's a tough scene down in uh, down
0: in Charger Land right now. I mean, what is the saying? Dawn is always there's always darkest before the dawn. So yes, that is a just, saying. <laughs> there's some optimism there. Yeah, I I don't like the matchup against the bill of defense. I don't like the Chargers offensive line. Ever since Corey Lindsay went down with, unfortunately, it wasn't even like a, a, in, a football injury. It was a heart condition. He had to step away from the team for a bit. That's their center. They've just not been able to generate anything up the middle. And they brought in Will Clapp. Great name. Not a great football center. <laughs> and now they're onto their third string center this year. So I think... I think Eckler's going to have a tough one. Maybe he gets involved in the pass game. I think he's still got that ability, but maybe Zeke's the safer choice in this one. But I'll be honest, not a choice I love. Uh, as B says, I think Thomas is hoping Rudolph can guide his sleigh to a win. I like that. 4 out Mason, of 10. Mason Rudolph, <laughs> well, 4 out of 10. Brandon does not like that one. Uh, surveyor, Brett, what up? Connor, Hallie, Brett, thank you for tuning in today. Do appreciate that. Hope all is well with the fam. Dean says, pick one half point PPR Chandler, Singletary or Zeke. Thank you. Is it, uh, is it tough to go against uh,
1: Ty Chandler after what we saw him do last weekend? That one, he, he popped out to me. That was, that was crazy. And, uh, much like what we talked about, um, with the Miami Dallas game, if the Vikings want to stay in this game against the lions, their defense is susceptible, and the Lions love to score points. So they're going to have to put it up to keep pace, and I think Ty Chandler likely to be a big part of that again. It To me, it's between him and Singletary. I just don't know with another weekend of Case Keenum. Singletary might get more yardage, but I think Chandler may be a better bet um, catching a few balls out of the backfield uh, in a half PPR format, so that's um that's who I'll opt towards.
0: Uh, Madison did not play yesterday or practice yesterday or today, so that's where I go as well. Obviously, monitor the injury report. If Madison's there, he's going to be taking some of those snaps, but I think that would be a good way to go. Scalding Gord says, don't forget the Joey Porter effect. Joey Porter Jr. Lots of receivers' at yards are lower because of his play. All his pass interference penalties. Take away catches while moving the team downfield. That's it. Good Ever, point. I remember, like... And it was like a small community, but people were like, if it's PI, your receiver should get the yards. And there's times I agree with that when it happens to my receivers, but not so much when it happens to the other team receivers. Uh, Let's take a break here. We got Blake, Trailer Park Ryan. Oh, Blake, the champ. I I think I know who that is. Yeah. And uh, Spinner. We'll get to that when we come back from break. We'll also let you know what's coming up on the Lowdown with Low Tide as well as the Jason Greger Show. I'm Connor Halley. He's Brandon Douglas. This is Fantasy Frenzy brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky here on Sports 1440. Welcome back. It is Fantasy Frenzy brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky here on Sports 1440. Are you done all your Christmas shopping? Maybe you want to go around and uh, come down to the West Edmonton Mall, say hello to the studio, like some gentleman just did. I think he's on his way to Wilhock Beef Jerky. He had that look in his eye. That's where I'm going to make my first stop on my uh, mini that I need to this
1: afternoon as I patiently await the conclusion of the Jason Greger show, so uh, Connor Halley and I can uh, indulge in our staff Christmas party. That will be a party for two. No one else is coming, eh? Uh, Eddie Steele uh, downgraded to a hard no. Haven't heard back from Brownie or Strutty, so I'll consider them hard no's. Laddie's in check. Schlemko, hard no. Kevin's already on the road to Saskatchewan. Maybe Declan will come.
0: Maybe. Probably has better things to do.
1: (laughs) Very likely. Hard hard to find worse things to do than come and uh, enjoy shrimp for the first time with, uh, or this version of it. Well, I
0: I will not be having shrimp. I looked at uh, Jenny's Turf and Turf. No, Surf and Surf. (laughs) Surf and Surf, not Surf and Turf. It's Surf and Surf. It's double the seafood. Double lobster. Not touching that. I think I'm looking at the... uh, mama's fried chicken i was looking at the menu they have
1: fried <laughs> clever names chicken
0: uh coming up today on the lowdown with Flow tide couldn't tell you to be honest with you <laughs> way to go Declan! Declan doesn't have the tweet out yet any assumptions i don't know it's friday M. chuck maybe and i think they have someone from new york they'll talk hockey and then on the Jason Greger show, because I do know we have uh, Ardo Ocal of ESPN does play by play. He'll be joining us at two twenty. We've got Cam Tate's two minute warning. We'll have Laurie Munzer, Olympic gold medalist in studio. Molly Walker of the New York post will join us. Uh, she covers the New York Rangers also at four o'clock. Wanye Gratz will be joined by Craig button, Mark Spector at five and then Alan Mitchell for the lowdown with low tide. And we will also have the month of giving continuing as we uh, try to set a new high for money raised in the month of giving on the Jason Greger show today, uh, we're building a pyramid of money with that 15 people donate a hundred dollars, 10 people donate 200, four people donate 500 and two people hopefully donate a thousand. That'll make 7,500 that will donate to the Christmas bureau, but it doesn't stop there because we can uh, raise more than that. So if you want to donate today, one eight three, three four zero one 1440 is the text line between two and six. And, uh, We asked for it, and it looks like we got it. Declinations at 1240. I bet it will be festive. Big Mouth Sports, that's Steve Lansky. He'll join at 1 o'clock. And then at 120, it is Tyler Uramchuk from Oilers Nation and Daily Faceoff. That is the Lowdown with Low Tide. All right, let's get back into the inbox here. one 401 1440 Hey, guys, Miami team defense or Green Bay team defense from Trailer Park Ryan, uh, the Miami Dolphins. We've talked about that a little bit already on the show. Um,
1: Yeah, I, I would not be taking the Miami D because uh, I said I'm, I'm kind of of the mindset that I think the Cowboys will bounce back in a big way. And uh, even if I wasn't so inclined, the Packers are playing the Panthers who are the worst team in the NFL. And the Packers defense is, um, like, decent. It, it, it's not a type of D that, uh, you know, win you games. It's not the Niners D uh, or anything like that, but it's, it's it has a couple big-time players on it. So up against this absolutely anemic Panthers offense, sorry, Bryce Young, uh, I'm playing the Packers D out of those two all day. Yeah, I think that's uh, probably a good one. Now, Blake, Should we get to Blake's text? Yeah, Blake sometimes gives me a hard time because we don't read his text all the time because much like we say about a lot of people's texts, they sometimes get bumped down the queue and then we miss them, et cetera. So uh, I think we'll give uh, Blake a little credit on this Friday heading into the weekend. And
0: I appreciate him censoring himself at points. The champ (laughs) is here once again, letting you, the fine listeners of Fantasy Frenzy, know No, he left left the word out, Blake. Classic Blake. That the cream only rises to the top. Brandon, you're a sinking turd circling my drain. My team's fitting to open a grade A can of whoop ace on Dougie's dog water team. The champ is here, and your time is done. All I need for Christmas is a Dougie choke. He's used to doing that anyways.
1: Multiple years in a row now, uh, some unceremonious bowing out of uh, this league that Blake and I are in together, our dynasty league. Losing in the first round last year to... The seven seed, very disappointing. Shout out Colton's team for uh, overperforming their average weekly points by 40 points in the first round of the playoffs last season. But yeah, I'm up against Blake here in the semifinals. Uh, Matt Stafford gets me off to a good start last night with, uh, I think, 20.7 points in our league setup. So shout out Stafford, needed that. But I've got a couple decisions to make, uh, including whether or not I'm going to play Devon Achan uh, or DeAndre Swift in my flex spot because uh, my other two running backs, Jonathan Taylor and Rashad White, Those are uh, must-haves for me.
0: Uh, Will Levis, on the field practicing, got the knee brace up, so I don't know if anyone's going to start Will Levis, but there's a little piece of information for you. Spinner says, Minshew or Lawrence? Right now, Minshew, for me, got to see if Lawrence is good to go. But uh, Minshew magic, you never know what he's going to (laughs) do.
1: I don't know what it is about these Colts, man. Uh, And we talked about a little bit with Alan Soslowski yesterday about Gardner Minshew and um, how, like, we don't really know how. Yes, he has the propensity to maybe throw three picks in a game, but these Colts have a lot to play for right now, a chance to catch Jacksonville uh, in the AFC South. I'm riding Minshew in my super flex. Uh, I'm not going to say a bad thing
0: about him. Papa Max says, hey, boys, love this show. My question is Myers or Addison. That's got to be Jacoby Myers or Jordan Addison. I think Eileen Addison, yeah. you know, he, JJ is going to take a lot of the pressure. That's going to open things up for Addison. And I just can't trust Jacoby Myers and the Raiders. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Mark says, do I start Lamar or Fields? Mark, first time texter. We're going to get you in the system. Thank you. Did you just put it in? I did. I was trying to beat you, but I'm so slow. I'm lickety split. Okay. Uh, I think I, man, it's tough. We just finished talking about how we're probably starting Dak
1: over Lamar uh, just because of matchup. Uh, Justin Fields and the Bears, as we talked about with Cole Komet, taking on the Cardinals. I don't know if I'm a believer in Justin Fields. Definitely not as a franchise quarterback, but as a fantasy quarterback for one week against a terrible Cardinals team. But like I said, their defense actually not that that bad. Oh.
0: I think you gotta you gotta go Lamar here. Big time players. Big time games. Big time That's players. Make we're big gonna time plays. The Jew says, and I know your answer here. Who are you guys taking? Nineteen ninety six, Jennifer Love Hewitt, two thousand three Clerk Christina Aguilera, or two thousand five, Megan Fox.
1: This is basically the equivalent of somebody texting and saying uh, hey And like This is in an ideal world less Injuries notwithstanding I've got uh, Patrick Mahomes Josh Allen And Joe Burrow All on my roster Heading into the finals Of my uh, Fantasy playoffs Who are you starting This is a stacked roster And I actually think My answer is going to Surprise you Connor Because funny enough We were just talking About one of these Fine young women Yesterday on our mall walk But uh, that's not Who I'm going with Oh okay I love
0: Jennifer Love Hewitt It's not a bad pick I will say, you talked about Transformers, and I said, eh, and then you were like, Megan Fox Transformers. That's how it got yes, up. Please, <laughs> it came yeah, up it, organically. It was, it, yeah,
1: it wasn't uh, just walking in the mall.
0: And I just ought thought my head was like, man, Connor, how about Megan Fox? Yeah, nothing random like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I like that pick. There is no bad pick. Um, I think I was always kind of team Britney Spears over Christina Aguilera back then. Yeah, but no. uh, I yeah. Christina is such a good singer. X-Dina extina dirty on the voice yeah great she's a great singer uh that, that song hurt it's very slow but man she's got pipes her in what was that movie burlesque never saw it Ooh. never heard of it buddy check it out <laughs> uh spruce Grove steve says third try to get this question answered well, steve you have been rewarded here boys who would you start in a flex spot dj Moore or david montgomery i go Ooh, that's a good question, because Moore has been very good this year, but I'm still going running back Montgomery. Uh, If it were
1: up to me, and I was the offensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions, David Montgomery would not be an option here, but they remain uh, dedicated to the format of basically split carries, if not David Montgomery getting more carries on a game-to-game basis than Jameer Gibbs, despite spending a top 10 pick on a running back. And I totally get the strategy here. You want to keep both guys fresh. Uh, the Lions are a legitimate playoff uh, team, borderline Super Bowl contender, uh, probably in that second tier of contenders, I would say, behind the juggernauts. They don't want to wear one guy out, especially Jameer Gibbs. So as a result, I like Montgomery here. Uh, I'm 0-3 I'm on Bears uh, being f- f- uh, served up to me, shooting down Cole Komet, Justin Fields, and now DJ Moore. I don't think either option's bad. But uh, I will say Montgomery, too, because the Lions still love to use them. Uh, they love that two-back system. They ran it last year with Swift and Williams. They're doing it again with two new guys, and it's working well for them.
0: No name here, but he went from the favorite in his matchup to the underdog when Nicole went off for 30 points. I think there's a few of you That'll out there.
1: Happen. My, uh, my matchup against Blake switched from, I think, I was a 45% win percentage, now 51 after uh, Matt Stafford's you know respectable showing
0: tiger says guys Declan is not coming to your party of two after that blast for him not having his work done well i okay posting on social media is not necessarily a requirement that was not part of the job job. it's just a bonus thing that we do because when people get like wait where's the schedule well just listen to the show and you'll you'll hear in the first (laughs) minute who's coming up but yeah maybe i don't think he's a big secret guy yeah
1: here's the thing i'm not gonna apologize for Given Declan a little bit of a shot Yesterday he big time me I came into the studio to say uh, Peace out for the night To Connor and Declan As I was leaving And Declan hit me with the uh, Oh hey what's your name again <laughs> So uh, Eat it e-
0: Eat my shorts Declan Declan likes to Walk in And say Did the Oilers play last night <laughs> And that's his joke Every day Every day I can't It'll still land uh, <laughs> In the middle of the summer <laughs> uh, John Taylor I've never heard anyone call him that. Jonathan Taylor or Evan Ingram, half point PPR. Oh, gotta go Taylor, don't you?
1: I think he's gonna be back in a big way. Evan Ingram, though, man, he's he's been having a monster season down in Jacksonville. But once again, if Trevor Lawrence isn't playing, yes, uh, a tight end can be a good blanket for, uh, for a backup quarterback in CJ Beathard. But uh, Ingram, not necessarily known for his blocking. So uh, he loses some time on field that way, even if it's just like chipping or something. So, uh, I'm going to say Jonathan Taylor, but that is a biased biased choice because he's on my squad. I don't even think
0: about it. What was his injury? Jonathan Taylor's? Yeah. Ha- hand, I think, yeah. It's a long way from the heart, baby. He's good to go. <laughs> Ball his, security. His legs are Ball ready. security
1: could be a risk. He'll,
0: he'll wear a special glove and he'll be good to go. He'll
1: wear the same thing Justin Herbert was. Just
0: a <laughs> two-foot-long finger cast. Yeah. With a big knob on the end. It was a weird-looking thing, but... Gutsy. What a hero. Jordan says Najigba or Drake London. I'm staying away from the Falcons personally.
1: The, 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 this but Heineke's could, playing, right? This could, Heineke is playing. Yeah. Uh, this could bite you because new quarterback, but even when Heineke's played previously, he's more so likely to serve up uh, points for himself as a rusher and an uh, absolute wild card under center. I'm also going in Jigba, but th- this is a risky one, I think, because Drake London certainly has the potential uh, to go off. He's, he's the number one guy. Keep that in mind in Jigba's number three.
0: Quickly here, two quick ones from Cam MC Ingram or McBride. I think I'm, for this one, I might hop on the McBride bandwagon and I will say Dak over Mahomes. Oh, <laughs> I
1: did. I was like, where was Dak in that question? Oh, um, it was a, two, a two-parter. Yeah, a Dak 100%. Dak's and back. I will, uh, I'll go the flip side. I think Evan Ingram, uh, for all those reasons, I just said why not to pick him. Still a better option than McBride, even though, Trey McBride.
0: What a season. Yeah, well, you know what? I would take McBride, but I'm starting Ingram. So good luck, Cam. Hope it works out for you. Dak is back. You heard it here first. That'll do it for us here on Fantasy Frenzy. Coming up next it is the Lowdown with Low Tide. Again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Have a great Christmas. Happy holidays. We'll talk to you on Wednesday when we return. Let's get to an update brought to you by Hawk Beef Jerky. Home of Alberta's best beef jerky locations in Leduc, Spruce Grove, and West Edmonton Mall. WilhawkBeefJerky.com. Here is Brandon Douglas.